0: share God's word with us.
1: The first reading is from John chapter 14, verses 1 to 6. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms, if that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you. And, if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may know also where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, We don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And also from Mark chapter 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Thank you. Liz. Please do keep um, your service sheets open. The Bible readings are, are on there. Um, the, a lot of the hymns that we're singing today and a lot of the uh, Bible readings that we're looking at uh, are actually those that the Queen has suggested, which is why uh, we've got a slightly different flavour to our service Uh, today. But as we begin to look at those passages, uh, can I lead us in a prayer? Father God, I pray that now that you would speak to us, I know that we will come with all sorts of different emotions to this morning. I pray over these next few minutes that you would honor uh, Her Majesty, the Queen, but Father, also that you would be honored as the great High King. And so, Father, I pray you'd speak to us, comfort us in our grief, show us hope, for I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. On reflecting on these verses over the last few days. Um, It's been hard to shake the idea of the Queen listening at least to that first Bible reading with a bit of a wry smile on her face. After all, if anybody knows what it is to have many rooms... Her Majesty surely did, did she not? And yet, those rooms weren't always hers. When she was born, nobody expected Princess Elizabeth to become queen. No, it wasn't uh, until much later on in 1936, when her uncle Edward abdicated, uh, that all of a sudden, her father became king. Those rooms became his. And with the reminders of the sense of humor that our queen has had, that you will have seen on TV over the last uh, few days, you can quite imagine her making uh, that joke. In my father's house, there are many rooms. Of course, in 1952, those rooms became her responsibility. And not just those rooms, but the kingdom and the commonwealth. And since that day, she has reigned well, hasn't she? There's so much that we loved and respected about our queen, so much uh, that we valued in all that she did. Perhaps that's why it's been such a shock to us over the past few days uh, that we have experienced that sense of grief, that sense of shock. One former prime minister put it this way. He said, I think millions of us are trying to understand uh, why we are feeling this deep and personal almost familial sense of loss. But why is it so personal? Why is it so familial? Why is it that for many of us we will have been shocked by our own reactions? Was it was it the Queen's sense of service to her people that we loved and esteemed so greatly? I was with the primary schools on Friday and we were thinking about the fact that that many of the children's parents, the children who are in primary school at the moment, many of their parents wouldn't have been born when lots of the Queen's contemporaries retired from service, when they stopped work rightly in order to spend time in different ways. And yet, day in, day out, dealing with those dispatch boxes, dealing with the diplomatic missions, dealing even hours before her death, installing a new prime minister. The Queen showed us, didn't she, something of service. And as we look at her, we think, that's admirable. We will miss that. Was it just her service? No, it was also her love for the poor, wasn't it? Patron of 600 uh, charities, so often featured in her speeches and in public life. We loved her love for the poor, We loved the fact that she was always there, didn't we? Maybe it was that she was there at the key times of our nation's history and also our family's history. There on the TV at Christmas. There with cards on people's 100th birthday or their 60th wedding anniversary. There to give honor and recognition to particular highlights of British culture and culture from around the Commonwealth. And, of course, there to celebrate key moments like the opening of the Olympic Games with James Bond. There to have tea with Paddington Bear just a few months ago. She was somehow familiar, wasn't she? And we loved that about our Queen. One who serves, one uh, who's familiar Uh, one who cares for the poor, but also one who seemed to be somehow transcendent. Uh, Above politics, Joe Biden uh, said this. He said, in a world of constant change, she was a steadying presence and a source of comfort. Uh, Another uh, former prime minister called her a changeless human reference point. There was so much to love about Her Majesty, wasn't there? Uh, And it almost felt as if she was embodying something more Something more than just being a queen. Something more than just being a woman. There was something that we saw in her that we longed for. Perhaps that was best and ironically summed up by the words of the French president, Emmanuel Macron, who said, Above the fluctuations and upheaval of politics, she represented a sense of eternity. Maybe that's why we were so shocked But maybe that's also not by accident. You see, I wonder if our queen was doing that on purpose. Earlier this year, remember that letter that she wrote at the the Jubilee? Remember how she signed it? Your servant, Elizabeth? There was lots of talk about that. Loads of people saying, this is remarkable. And it was remarkable. But if you'll forgive me, it wasn't original. You see, we heard in our reading, didn't we, about a king who called himself the Son of Man. He said, I came not to be served, but to serve. Our queen modeled her reign on another. In fact, she said it in her own words. In, 20, in the year 2000, she said this, for me, the teachings of Christ and my own personal accountability before God provide a framework in which I try to live my life. Then in 2015, she said, billions of people now follow Christ's teaching and and find in him the guiding light for their lives. I'm one of them. You see, it's as the queen modeled her king, the man whose voice we heard uh, in those readings, that it's no surprise that she would have care for the outcast, is it? Because Jesus was known as one who loved people, whatever uh, their background it's no surprise uh, that she was known uh, so intimately as Jesus himself came to walk with his people. It's no surprise that she was known as one who often transcended politics as she modelled herself uh, on the one who sits enthroned above the spheres of the world. It's no surprise to hear Her Majesty's humility. I think uh, that her humility and service is second to none Save the one whom she emulated. The one who gave up, as we heard in our reading, not just the days of his life, but his very life for his people. On Thursday, our prime minister said this. She said, the death of, the death of her majesty, the queen, is a huge shock to the nation and to the world. So many statements pick up on the idea of that shock. And in one sense, the idea of shock is, is a bit of a surprising one, isn't it? If I was to write on a piece of paper to you that a 96-year-old might be approaching the end of her life, you wouldn't think that a surprising statement. And yet, and yet, death always comes as a shock, doesn't it? As humans, we would expect to expect death. It's the thing that comes to us all, isn't it? We should be used to endings. Everything ends, Uh, and yet endings and death in particular, they sting. They feel like there is something uh, wrong, like like there's another chapter to be written, but we just don't have it. Like there should be a sequel to the film, and it just hasn't come. Uh, Another movement in the overture, and that hasn't been there. Death feels like a sentence cut off in the middle, doesn't it? And perhaps it's here, as we are in shock, that we need to once more follow the Queen's pointing finger. Jesus, as he approached his death, spoke to his disciples about his death and indeed theirs. In the face of death, he said, do not be troubled. He says, in essence, you have nothing to fear if you know me. You see, they know that the very next day, Jesus is going to go to the cross uh, to give up his life. But Jesus tells his friends not to let their hearts be troubled because, well, because he will rise again and go to his father. And there he will prepare a place for his friends to join him. Remember those many rooms. In 1952, the queen inherited many rooms. In 2022, she inherited a room given to her by her king. Now, it might be that you're here and that's hard to understand. In fact, Thomas, in our reading, he he didn't understand that either. He asked Jesus how he could go to be with him in heaven, where he could find hope in the face of death. And Jesus answered this. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. As Christians, we believe Jesus is the way because uh, he is the person in whom we can trust to be put right with God, as Neil was talking about earlier. And Jesus is the truth because uh, Jesus is God himself. It's, it's through him that we get to know God, and he's the life. Because when he died and rose again, he offered us a way to follow him into eternal life. Her Majesty the Queen believed those words. And so as Christians, we can believe and trust with confidence that on Thursday, as Her Majesty closed her eyes to this life, she woke to her king, the only one who she should call your majesty. As she closed her ears to this world, they were opened to hear her king say, well done, good and faithful servant. And therefore, if we too trust in Jesus, then we can say to her majesty what she said to us all those weeks ago in the coronavirus pandemic. We will meet again. Let me lead us in a prayer. Father God, thank you so much that in the queen there was so much to admire. Help us to follow her pointing finger to the one whom she emulated. Father, as we come to terms with death, as it feels very real to us, show us a hope that makes sense of that desire that we would go beyond the grave, that there is more. Father, give us a hope that endures forever. And Father, we pray that one day we too will be with you. We too will be with her majesty and those uh, who uh, have followed Jesus' example. Help us to love one another well in these days, I pray. Amen.